The Letter of Pope St. Clement to the Corinthians Chapter 9 Let us yield obedience to His excellent and glorious will, and imploring His mercy and loving kindness, while we forsake all fruitless labors and strife and envy which leads to death, let us turn and have recourse to His compassions. Let us steadfastly contemplate those who have perfectly ministered to His excellent glory. Let us take, for instance, Enoch, who, being found righteous in obedience, was translated, and death was never known to happen to him. Noah, being found faithful, preached regeneration to the world through his ministry, and the Lord saved him by the animals, which, with one accord, entered into the ark. Chapter 10 Abraham, called the friend, was found faithful inasmuch as he obeyed the words of God. He, in the exercise of obedience, went out from his own country, his kindred, and his father's house, in order that, by forsaking a small territory, a weak family, and an insignificant house, he might inherit the promises of God. For God said to him, Leave your country and your kindred and your father's house, and go into the land which I shall show you, and I will make you a great nation, and will bless you, and make your name great, and you shall be blessed. And I will bless those who bless you, and curse those who curse you. And in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Again on his departing from Lot, God said to him, Lift up your eyes, and look from the place where you now are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, to you will I give it, and to your seed forever. I will make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall your seed also be numbered. Again the scripture says, God brought forth Abram and said to him, Look up now to heaven, and count the stars if you are able to number them. So shall your seed be. And Abram believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. On account of his faith and hospitality, a son was given him in his old age, and in the exercise of obedience, he offered him as a sacrifice to God on one of the mountains which he showed him. Chapter 11 On account of his hospitality and godliness, Lot was saved out of Sodom when all the country around him was punished by means of fire and brimstone the Lord thus making it manifest that he does not forsake those who hope in him, but gives up those who depart from him to punishment and torture. For Lot's wife, who went forth with him, being of a different mind from himself, and not continuing in agreement with him as to the command which had been given them, was made an example of, so as to be a pillar of salt to this day. This was done that all might know that those who are of a double mind and who distrust the power of God bring down judgment on themselves and become a sign to all succeeding generations. Chapter 12 On account of her faith and hospitality, Rahab the harlot was saved. For when spies were sent by Joshua the son of Nun to Jericho, the king of the country ascertained that they had come to spy out their land and sent men to seize them, in order that, when taken, 
they might be put to death. But the hospitable Rahab received them and hid them on the roof of her house under some stalks of flax. When the men sent by the king arrived and said, There came men to you who are to spy out our land. Bring them forth, for so the king commands. She answered them, The two men whom you seek came to me, but quickly departed again and are gone, thus not discovering the spies to them. Then she said to the men, I know assuredly that the Lord your God has given you this city, for the fear and dread of you have fallen on its inhabitants. When therefore you shall have taken it, keep me and the, the house of my father in safety. And they said to her, It shall be as you have spoken to us. As soon therefore as you know that we are at hand, you shall gather all your family under your roof, and they shall be preserved, but anyone found outside of your dwelling shall perish. Moreover, they gave her a sign to this effect, that she should hang forth from her house a scarlet thread. Thus they made it manifest that redemption should flow through the blood of the Lord to all those who believe and hope in God. You see, beloved, that there was not only faith, but prophecy in this woman. Chapter 13 Let us, therefore, brethren, be of humble mind, laying aside all haughtiness, pride, foolishness, and angry feelings. And let us act according to that which is written, being especially mindful of the words of the Lord Jesus which he spoke, teaching us meekness and long-suffering. For thus he spoke, be merciful, that you may obtain mercy. Forgive, that it may be forgiven to you. As you do, so shall it be done to you. As you judge, so shall you be judged. As you are kind, so shall kindness be shown to you. With what measure you measure, with the same it shall be measured to you. By this precept, and by these rules, let us establish ourselves, that we walk with all humility in obedience to his holy words. For the holy word says, On whom shall I look but on him that is meek and peaceable, and who trembles at my words? Chapter 14 It is right and holy, therefore, men and brethren, to obey God, rather than to follow those who, through pride and sedition, have become the leaders of a detestable emulation. For we shall incur no slight injury, but rather great danger, if we rashly yield ourselves to the inclinations of men who aim at exciting strife and tumults, so as to draw us away from what is good. Let us be kind one to another, after the pattern of the tender mercy and benignity of our Creator, for it is written, The kind-hearted shall inhabit the land, and the guiltless shall be left upon it, but transgressors shall be destroyed from off the face of it. And again the scripture says, I saw the ungodly highly exalted and lifted up like the cedars of Lebanon. I passed by, and behold, he was not. I diligently sought his place and could not find it. Preserve innocence, and look on equity, for there shall be a remnant to the peaceful man. 
chapter 15. Let us cleave, therefore, to those who cultivate peace with godliness, and not to those who hypocritically profess to desire it. For the scripture says in a certain place, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And again, they bless with their mouth, but curse with their heart. Let the deceitful lips become silent, and let the Lord destroy all the lying lips, and the boastful tongue of those who have said, Let us magnify our tongue, our lips are our own, who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, and for the sighing of the needy, will I now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in safety, I will deal confidently with him. Chapter 16 For Christ is of those who are humble-minded, and not of those who exalt themselves over his flock. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the scepter of the majesty of God, did not come in the pomp of pride or arrogance, although he might have done so, but in a lowly condition, as the Holy Spirit had declared regarding him. For he says, Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He has no form nor glory. Yea, we saw him, and he had no form nor comeliness, but his form was without eminence, yea, deficient in comparison with the ordinary form of men. He is a man exposed to stripes and suffering, and acquainted with the endurance of grief, for his countenance was turned away. He was despised and not esteemed. He bears our iniquities and is in sorrow for our sakes. Yet we supposed that on his own account he was exposed to labor, stripes, and affliction. But he was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. Every man has wandered in his own way and the Lord has delivered him up for our sins, while he in the midst of his sufferings opens not his mouth. He was brought as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before her shearer is dumb, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth, for the transgressions of my people was he brought down to death. And I will give the wicked for his sepulcher, and the rich for his death, because he did no iniquity, nor was guile found in his mouth. Again he says, I am a worm, and no man, a reproach of men, and despised of the people. All who see me have derided me, they have spoken with their lips. They have wagged their head, saying, He hoped in God. Let him deliver him. Let him save him, since he delights in him. You see, beloved, what is the example which has been given us? For if the Lord thus humbled himself, what shall we do who have through him come under the yoke of his grace?
This has been taken from The Letter of Pope St. Clement to the Corinthians, written around A.D. 96 by Pope St. Clement I. This work is available on the web at the New Advent website, www.newadvent.org. This work is in the public domain.